Hey everybody, welcome to Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. Today, I am going to be talking about debt. And specifically, uh, I want to rank the types of debt uh, from worst to best. Now, uh, I'm not saying there is a good debt. I'm not saying there is a debt that you should go and take out. But what I am saying is that there are certain types of debt uh, that you shouldn't even think about. There are certain types of debt that shouldn't even cross your radar. Uh, and I want you to know how I think about debt uh, when it comes to uh, you know what you need to pay off, when it comes to uh, what is most damaging to your financial life over the long term. So stick around for all that and more in today's episode. Before we get started, though, if you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me any feedback in the comments down below, and I'll be sure to respond to anything you leave down there. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave me a review on either one of those platforms. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan, and that's really good supplemental materials to all the things that I'm putting out in these long form episodes on YouTube and the podcast every single day. And then if you need somebody to help you to build a financial plan and keep you accountable to that plan over the long term, then I can do that. Just DM me on any of the major social media sites, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Tell me that you are interested in financial coaching sessions, uh, and you and I can begin working together, building a financial plan for you and creating some financial goals uh, that you can ultimately attain and then you can reach long-term financial freedom, which is what I hope for everybody who is watching or listening to this show on a day-to-day basis. Now, before I get into talking about the different types of debt, I just want to remind you guys of my stance on debt. Obviously, I think debt is a bad thing. I think debt is a strain on your cash flow. It's something that is going to keep you from getting to where you want to be financially over the long term. And so we want to avoid debt at all costs because, again, it's just going to strain our cash flow and keep us from doing the things that are going to help us increase uh, our financial life, increase our wealth, or uh, build the financial life that we want to build. Debt is not going to help us do that, right? It's only going to hold us back. And many people think that, yeah, debt can help you to you know, build wealth faster and all these types of things. Yes, leverage can help you to get somewhere faster, but... In the same way that leverage can help you increase faster, it's going to help you decrease faster too, right? So if something negative were to occur uh, and you know your debt becomes due or you, know, you don't have the money to uh, pay for that debt anymore, it's going to be even more detrimental to your financial life that you had that debt uh, than it would have been if you just owed some amount of money and didn't have debt that you had to pay, okay? Uh, so debt is a negative thing. And I want that to be very, very clear to you guys that debt is negative, okay? Overwhelmingly, debt is negative. Now, given that debt is negative, uh, that means, obviously, if you have any, I want you to get it paid off. Uh, And if you don't have any, uh, then I want you to not have any more. Or even if you do have some, I don't want you to get any more, right? I want you to stay out of debt. Stay away from debt offerings, okay? Uh, And it is everywhere, right? In the form of credit cards and student loans. Uh, And you can take out loans on your 401k and uh, mortgage refinances. All these different things, right? All these different uh, ways that debt is marketed to us and ways that uh, debt can seem attractive, right? But I want you to stay away from debt, right? If you already have debt, then don't add to it, right? If you don't have debt, then don't jump into that place. Now, uh, how do we pay debt off if we do have it? Well, what I think and what has been proven to work, right, is the debt snowball method. Dave Ramsey talks about this all the time, right? But the debt snowball method means you write down all of your debts from smallest to largest in amount, not in interest rate, okay? I know a lot of people think, well, wouldn't you pay them off by interest rate? Wouldn't you go from highest interest rate to lowest interest rate? No, you would not. 
right? Because within that kind of lineup, you could end up in a place where uh, some of your higher value debts, higher amount debts are towards the top of that list, right? And it's going to take longer to get higher amount debts paid off. Okay, and given that it's going to take longer, you can get discouraged with the fact that you're not getting things paid off and you can quit. But the debt snowball method allows you to build momentum, right? It allows you to really focus on one debt at a time, really pay hard on that one debt, obviously make the minimum payments on all the other debts that you have, and then roll that payment into the next smallest debt and continue right on down the line until all of your debts are paid off. Okay, so the debt snowball method is how we want to pay off our debts. And I wanted to make that clear before we got into the different types of debt, because all of these different types of debt, I want you to have them paid off at some point in time. It is within the financial action plan that all of your debt gets paid off. Uh, even your mortgage, yes, even your mortgage, right? Because the fourth part of the financial action plan is that you get all consumer debt paid off other than your mortgage, right? And the reason I say other than your mortgage is that your mortgage is a little different. And we're going to talk about that uh, towards the end of today's episode. Okay. But I want you to pay off all of your debt, right? Then build a full emergency fund in uh, the fifth part of the financial action plan of four to six months of expenses. And then you get to the sixth part where you're actually investing heavily and you are increasing your financial life. You are building your financial life in a very real way. But then that seventh part that should be done simultaneously with the sixth part is to pay off your home early. So ultimately, I want you to get out of all types of debt. So I do think all types of debt are not beneficial to you, right? Because again, just a strain on your cash flow and it's going to make your life more costly. It's going to decrease the amount of your income that is going to be residual, that's going to be left over and that you're going to get to keep. And I want you to keep as much of your income as you possibly can. And the best way to do that is to stay out of debt. But I wanted you to also know, and this is going to be the, the whole purpose of today's episode, is that I wanted you to know that there are different types of debt and different types of debt. Uh, I think about them a little differently, right? And I think of some debts as uh, things that, you know, people do because everybody else does it or because it's easy, Right. I think of some debts as uh, very difficult to uh, avoid. Right. Some types of debt are very difficult to avoid. And we're going to talk about those. And some debts are just because you can't control yourself. Right. You can't control your spending or you can't control, uh, you know, the amount of income that you're making. You can't control what's going on in your financial life. Therefore, you have to divert to debt. Uh, in order to pay for the things that you want. And those things that you want uh, may actually be outside of the realm of what you're supposed to have in your financial life, okay, based on your income and your expenses. And then I also think that there is uh, one specific type of debt that's almost 100% necessary, right? And you, you're like, okay, well, you said that, you know, I want you to pay off all debt and debt is bad and all these types of things. Why would you say that one debt is necessary? Well, I'll get to that uh, towards the end of today's episode. So let's just start and we're going to start with the worst debt in my mind and work all the way uh, to the, uh, I don't even want to say best, but the least worst, right? The, the one that I think of the most favorably. Okay. Uh, so I, I don't want you to think that any of these are good, Okay, but as I work down the line, uh, they get a little more favorable in my mind just because of the nature of uh, what they're used for and or uh, how you can repay them. So let's start with number one. Number one is the payday loan. Now, why are payday loans uh, the worst debt in my mind? Well, payday loans are the worst debt because of the nature of repayment. Okay, they are the worst debt because uh, the interest rate on this debt is astronomical, especially when you look on an annualized basis. Okay, and I've told you guys before, we've had a whole episode on payday loans, and you guys can check that out if you'd like. Uh, but 
payday loans, uh, they are short-term loans. They are short-term loans to individuals in order to uh, cover bills or in order to, uh, you know, get an advance on a paycheck or whatever, right? Uh, people run out of money and so they go get payday loans, which is an absolute horrible idea. Payday loans, uh, and if you if you just look demographically, right, this is not making any type of moral judgment, but demographically, payday loan uh, places, payday loan uh, locations where you can go and get a payday loan are typically in lower income uh, areas where people there, you know, they are struggling to live. They live paycheck to paycheck. They don't uh, have a lot of money left over at the end of every month, right? And so these payday loan places, they set up in these neighborhoods and they prey on, right, for lack of a better term, they prey on uh, the individuals in the lower income areas and keep them in those low income areas, keep them from moving up financially because uh, if you're taking out payday loans at the rates that they're offering, right, which are, again, astronomical, and these are short-term loans, uh, then you're only going to be moving backward in your financial life. And I don't want you to move backward. I want you to be moving forward. Okay, so payday loans, they are uh, in many cases seen as predatory. They're even illegal in some states, right? Uh, payday loans have very, very high interest rates on an annualized basis. They are short-term debt, so they're uh, very likely to just keep you in debt time and time again. On average, people are taking out multiple payday loans per year, so it's not just a one-time thing where people are going and taking out a payday loan and then paying it back and being done. No, it's it's a cycle, right? It's a cycle of, okay, well, uh, you know, I don't have enough money to cover everything that I, I either need or want to cover this month. Right. Therefore, I'm going to go take out this payday loan. Okay, I take out this payday loan. I have to repay the payday loan. Then, okay, it's repaid with interest. And then next month, I don't have enough money in order to cover everything that I need or want to cover that month. And so, uh, I have to continue in this cycle of taking out payday loans. Right. That's the only way uh, that people, especially people in these uh, demographics and in these neighborhoods, know how to deal with their financial problems. And it is an issue. Okay. Now, payday loans really come down to two things. Right. It either comes down to you have a big income problem, right? Meaning that you aren't making enough money to even live, okay? Uh, which is typically not the case, right? Uh, it's typically not the case that people don't make, uh, you know, at minimum enough money to live when they go to take payday loans out, right? It's typically because they overspend, right? Or they have bad spending habits, right? So these are typically budgeting problems, right? And they can be behavior problems. They can be uh, a problem that, you know, you are going out and spending all the money that you have, but payday loans are a huge issue uh, and you should avoid these like the plague. They're absolutely horrible uh, when it comes to your ability to build wealth over the long term. That's why they take the top spot in the worst type of debt uh, on my list, okay? Now, the second type of debt uh, that I think is very, very bad, all these types of debt are bad, uh, but the second worst, right, will be uh, credit cards, okay? Now, uh, I know this may seem contradictory because I've told you before that I myself use credit cards, right? And that it's okay to use credit cards if uh, you can pay the balance off every single month. And I said, uh, credit cards are extremely dangerous, right? They are dangerous. And the danger tends to outweigh the benefit of having a credit card. And those benefits being uh, that you can increase your credit score if you're paying everything off on time or that you can uh, get some type of reward from uh, the credit card companies that will allow you to fly free or uh, will allow you to build up some cash back or whatever, right? But it can also lead you to spending more money because you have the availability of that credit card, right? And people think of credit cards as uh, money that they can go spend. They think of those credit limits as money that they can go spend. Uh, but the credit limit has nothing to do uh, with the amount of money that you have in the bank, 
right? And so just because you have this credit limit doesn't mean uh, that you could you know, run it all the way up and then pay it off very, very easily. That's typically not the case, right? People have very high credit limits and then uh, couldn't even cover half of that credit limit if they got into a pinch, okay? So credit cards are a big issue for individuals for multiple reasons. One, they're just so easy, right? Uh, for a long time, it's just so easy to swipe and they've made it even easier now. You can take your credit card and you can just tap it, right? You can tap it on uh, the screen or tap it at the gas pump or tap it at uh, you know the store, whatever, right? And you can pay for whatever it is or even Apple Pay, right? Apple Pay makes it even easier. You hit the lock button on your phone twice, you hold it over the card reader, bang, paid for, okay? So credit cards, are very easy. They take away a lot of the frictions of purchasing things. But the problem is not necessarily the use of credit cards. The problem is the keeping of a balance, right? If you're keeping a balance on a credit card, that's going to be a problem because credit cards have such high interest rates, okay? And again, you can notice that these first two bad types of debt that I'm talking about, uh, they have very high interest rates. Now, credit cards on an annualized basis are not near what payday loans are, right? But credit cards are used more pervasively by all people in society, not just lower income areas and not just individuals who are cash strapped, right? So if you are keeping a balance on your credit card and you are constantly paying that interest, you are falling behind, right? And that's why credit cards fall as the second worst debt on my list. Now, the third worst debt, and I, I like to bunch these first three uh, together. Now, they're not equally bad, right? But they all kind of fall into the same category. Uh, the payday loan, the credit card, and then the third worst type of debt is the personal loan, right? If you're going and taking out personal loans, uh, that means that, again, in the same way you know, with the payday loan, that you either can't cover your bills uh, or you are overspending in some way, right? Or it may also mean uh, that you're trying to get an advance on your future, right? You're trying to take out this loan so that you don't have to, uh, you know, save up money to pay for something. And that kind of falls into the next category of debts that I have there. But um, that first category can really be, uh, you know, an issue of budgeting. It can be an issue of, um, you know, overspending. And it can be an issue of, uh, you know, I just can't pay for my needs, not necessarily my wants, but my needs. Okay. So personal loans can be for multiple reasons, obviously. Uh, and they are more difficult to get than a payday loan, and they're more difficult to get uh, than a credit card. So I, I put it third as the worst type of debt, and they have lower rates associated with them than the payday loans or the credit cards uh, because they actually require a little more stringent underwriting, meaning uh, that a banker or uh, a bank or a lender is actually going to sit down and look at your uh, credit worthiness, right? They're going to look at your credit score. They're going to look at your debt to income ratio. They're going to look at all these different types of things to determine if you can get a personal loan or not. And then making that determination can actually uh, make it a little easier on you because if they actually give you the loan, that means they think you can repay it, right? But with a credit card or a payday loan, they'll give you the loan uh, and they might not think that you can repay it, right? And like I said, with credit cards, if you just ran up uh, to your credit limit, Right? What's the likelihood that you could repay your entire credit limit without either draining everything that you have uh, or uh, not having anything at all or not having near enough money uh, to take care of that credit card limit? So personal loans in the very same way as payday loans. Right, It could mean that you can't pay your bills. It could mean uh, that you are overspending. It can also mean uh, that you are trying to uh, jump into your future and not sacrifice today and save today in order to get something in the future. So third worst type of debt, personal loans. All right, Now, 
The fourth worst type of debt, and I want you to think of uh, these next three in a different category than the first three, right? Those first three could be real budgeting problems, right? They could be problems of uh, not having enough income or even more so spending too much money on things, right? Overspending. But this next group, I want you to think of this next group as not being willing to sacrifice, okay? Not being willing to put something off today uh, in order to get it in the future and save up and get it in the future, okay? So, the number four worst type of debt uh, is the auto loan, right? The car loan, the motorcycle loan, the truck loan, whatever, right? Uh, these are bad types of debt. And it means that you're not willing to drive something that's not uh, attractive, to drive something that's not uh, newer, that's not uh, up to your standards for some time in order to save money up uh, to buy something that uh, you actually want, something that is actually more uh, commensurate with your lifestyle and something that is more um, you know, within the bounds of what you actually expect to drive, right? You're not willing to save up money to get to that point. And when you're not willing to do that, that becomes problematic because any time that we're not willing to sacrifice today, it means that we are going to sacrifice in the future more than we would sacrifice today for the exact same thing, right? So just think if you took out uh, a loan on a car for $25,000, ultimately you're going to end up spending more than $25,000 on that car. Okay. But if you saved up $25,000 and bought that car in cash for $25,000, then you would end up spending $25,000 on the car, therefore spending less than if you were to have uh, financed the car. Okay. So sacrificing will uh, decrease your costs. It will decrease the cost of whatever thing you're trying to purchase. Okay. Uh, and that really holds for uh, all of these three uh, that fall into this category, number four, five, and six on my worst types of debt list. Now, another reason that I think auto loans fall in this place uh, on my list is because uh, auto loans, they really take away your ability to have residual income because cars are expensive. And the average new car payment in America is over $500 a month. Uh, and think if you're in a household where you and your spouse and your child all have car payments, right? You're spending well over $1,000 a month on average, right? Just on car payments, just on depreciating assets, just on things that are going to go down in value, but you have them financed, right? This is a big problem. And people see cars as status symbols, and that should not be the case, right? Cars should be something that are um, used for a, a particular reason, right? They have utility, uh, but they should not be status symbols. And the fact that they are seen as status symbols makes you pay more for them. Uh, and the car companies really enjoy that you see them as status symbols uh, because you will keep financing them over the long term. Now, uh, that is the fourth worst type of debt. The fifth Worst type of debt, in my mind, is the student loan. Now, uh, why does the student loan fall below the auto loan? Well, I have a couple of reasons there. Uh, the auto loan is something that you can absolutely avoid. It's something that you can absolutely stay away from. Now, you can absolutely stay away from the student loan as well, okay? But there is no payoff to the auto loan. Again, you are financing a depreciating asset. Student loans, you are financing something that can have uh, a potential payoff for you in the long run. Now, the problem with student loans is that they typically don't have the payoff for you in the long run that you are looking for, right? You typically don't get the type of payoff from a student loan uh, that you would expect, right? You may you know, spend $80,000 over a four-year degree to get a degree in, I don't know, you know, something in the arts or social work or something, right? Something that may be a noble endeavor, uh, but it's not going to make that much money, at least initially, 
right? And if that's going to be the case, then you're not going to get a good ROI on your student loan. Now, I think you should pay for school in cash. I think that you should sacrifice, go to a community college. People aren't willing to do that, right? People aren't willing uh, to work for some time and save up money to go to school. People aren't willing to work while they're going to school to avoid student loans. Listen, I've been down this road with student loans. I have paid my student loans off, uh, but I don't think that they are worth it. Right? And you see the risk-reward relationship with student loans and what comes uh, when you are in your working life. And it, student loans are just holding people back. Millennials specifically are being held back from chasing their dreams because they've taken out these large amounts of student loans. Uh, and it's just a big, big issue. And you can't bankrupt away student loans. Student loans are going to stay with you until you pay them off. Uh, so we need to be very diligent about staying away from student loans uh, and not having student loans uh, that we take out in the future. Be willing to sacrifice uh, some comfort today. Be willing to sacrifice the true college experience today in order to uh, pay for school in cash and not have a student loan when you get out. Then the sixth worst type of debt, in my opinion, is the 401k loan. Now, again, why is the 401k loan here and not uh, higher on the list over auto loans or student loans or something like that? The 401k loan uh, is extremely problematic. It means that you will not sacrifice today, sacrifice saving today, uh, and you're going to pay for something over time and it's going to be uh, costly to you. Okay, but uh, what it also means is that uh, you are borrowing from your own money, from your 401k, and you are repaying that back with interest. Okay, and the fact that you're doing that and you're repaying yourself makes it fall here on my list because as long as you're repaying yourself, it doesn't seem all that bad. But what you're taking away from yourself is the ability to compound your money over time. You're taking away true dollars, right? Many dollars that you can uh, have compounding and growing for you over time, right? So anytime you take out a 401k loan, uh, it's just going to keep you from building wealth at the same rate that you would over time, okay? So I don't want you taking out 401k loans, obviously, and there's nothing that you should be going to your 401k to take out a loan for unless right? You are facing bankruptcy or foreclosure. Then reach in and take money out of your 401k by all means and save yourself financially. But if you're just trying to buy something, if you just want to go buy a car or you want to buy a truck or you want to buy uh, an ATV or you want to you know, buy whatever, do not go to your 401k. Leave your 401k alone. Allow that money to grow for you because the interest you're going to repay yourself is not going to be anywhere close to the amount that you could earn in your 401k uh, if you just allowed your money to stay invested uh, and grow for you over time. Be willing to sacrifice now, right? And then you will have more in the future. And that cannot be more true uh, for any type of debt other than uh, that 401k loan. So, Auto loans, student loans, and 401k loans all fall into that category of not willing to sacrifice today uh, and you're going to pay more uh, over time for these particular things that you're trying to finance, okay? Now, the seventh and eighth worst debts on my list, and those are the last two that I have, right? So just hang in there with me, right? Are medical bills and your mortgage. Now, these fall into different categories in my mind. Uh, and the reason that they're so low on the list uh, is manyfold, but let's talk about it for just a second. So the medical bill, the seventh worst type of debt that I have here, right? Medical bills can be absolutely huge, okay? Medical bills can be extremely problematic. And I tell you, you know, that you should have an emergency fund set aside. So if something uh, emergency related occurs, that you can just reach over, grab the cash and pay for it. 
Okay, but I've also said that we're not going to build our emergency fund up so much uh, that we can cover everything that life has to offer, because that would just be uh, taking away from our ability to build wealth over the long term. Uh, it would be spending way too much time and way too much money in a savings account when you could be growing some of your money for your future. Okay, so I know that at any given time, something could occur medically. Okay, people get cancer. Okay, people have diseases, people have uh, disorders, right? And medical bills are not cheap, right? Even if you have insurance, medical bills are not cheap. And I can just imagine, I, I don't have a specific anecdote of my own, but I can just imagine uh, the amount that people have to spend when they have some of these really huge diagnoses, right? Uh, and medical bills are going to be, or can be, crippling in that place. So it's very hard to help going into medical debt. Now, this does not mean that you shouldn't have an emergency fund set aside. So if something does happen uh, or you, uh, you know, have a baby like me and my wife did recently, right? Uh, and you have to pay the bills for that, right? You should be expecting that those bills are coming uh, and plan accordingly. Uh, even before you have a baby, know that you are going to have to come up with those costs. Okay. So you should expect that, right? Or you should expect uh, any type of elective surgery that you're having done or things like that, right? You should expect those things. But, you know, if you get a cancer diagnosis, what can you do, right? What can you do other than just try to stay afloat over time? Try to do the best you can uh, to keep your head above water. So the reason that the medical bill is number seven on my list is because it is very hard to help. But, 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 but you can have money set aside for this, right? And you can have enough money to cover a lot of medical bills in your emergency fund if you just put that money aside in the first place. So uh, you can have some control over this. You can have some control over your ability to go into medical debt, but you also can't control the amount of some of the bills that you're going to get uh, over time. And you can't control the type of insurance uh, that you can afford or that you can qualify for. Okay. So all of these things can make it very problematic and make it very difficult uh, to pay medical debt. So I have it as number seven on my worst types of debt. Then the last one, the eighth type of debt that I think uh, it is the eighth worst, right? And it is the only type of debt that I say, Hey, it's okay to choose to go into this type of debt. And that is the mortgage. And why is it okay to choose to go into mortgage debt? Well, because houses are expensive. Okay. And not only are houses expensive, but houses are over time appreciating assets, right? Cars are depreciating assets. Okay. Student loans. You're not likely to get the payout that uh, you expect from a student loan. Okay. The 401k loan, you're likely buying depreciating assets with that 401k loan. Okay. But mortgage debt is financing something that is appreciating, financing something that is going up in value. Okay. So you finance something that goes up in value uh, and likely will go up in value more than it's going to cost you over time. Uh, then I think that's a pretty good uh, value proposition and an okay reason to go into debt. But right. I think you should get your mortgage paid off as soon as possible. So you pay the least that you can uh, on a mortgage that you pay the least that you can for this particular asset. Therefore, when it does appreciate in value, then you can be uh, on the upside and have a lot of equity in it. And then you can sell it later and have uh, all that money to do whatever and you know, buy your new home in cash or whatever, right? 
So I don't think that you should just stay in a 30-year mortgage or, uh, you know, just, you know, take out HELOCs all the time or, uh, you know, always be refinancing to a lower payment. That's not what I think. What I think is that you should uh, take out a mortgage, take it out uh, for the least amount of time for the lowest rate you can and get that thing paid off while you are investing heavily in part six and seven of the financial action plan. Okay. Now, when I say that mortgage debt is not uh, the worst type of debt, I'm not saying that you should go and just uh, take out mortgages on all these different homes or apartment complexes or whatever and rent them out, okay? That would move it up my list as far as not good debt, right? And, and as far as bad debt goes, okay? But I still know that those things can appreciate and they can provide you rents. But that is not the way that we should go about trying to build wealth. Anytime we are investing, we should not borrow to invest, okay? So the mortgage can still be dangerous if used in that way. And it can still be dangerous if we are taking out HELOCs, if we are uh, just constantly refinancing, uh, or if we have a very high rate, which is not really the case right now. Uh, if you're getting a mortgage, you're not likely to have a high rate. Uh, but if you have a high rate mortgage, that can be uh, costly to you over time as well. Or if we're just, you know, sitting around on a 30 year mortgage and just making payments and not uh, trying to pay it off early, that can be an issue too. So the mortgage, it's pretty necessary if you want to own a home. Uh, and if you want to, uh, you know, not be a renter forever, it is pretty necessary, but uh, we need to use it in the proper way uh, or else it can also be dangerous to us. Okay. So all these different types of debt, are negative in some way, shape, or form, right? Uh, they are not positive things in our life. All they do is they take cash out of your pocket. They are a strain on your cash flow, and they decrease the amount of residual income that you have uh, to invest, that you have to spend on things that you want to spend on, that you have to give, right? Uh, they take away your residual income, and I want you to keep as much residual income as possible. That is my goal for you. Therefore, avoid these types of debt as much as you can, right? Uh, and as much as you can should mean avoid these types of debt, okay? Uh, and any other type of debt that I may have missed, avoid that too, okay? Uh, and you will be in a better place financially over the long term, and you will have a better financial foundation set for yourself and for your family, uh, and you will be able to build wealth. You will be able to spend like you want to. You will be able to give like you want to, but the more debt you have, uh, the less you will be able to do any of those things that I just named off. So hopefully this helps you. Hopefully this helps you to understand debt a little better and the different types of debt uh, and really be able to, to put some red flags in your mind when you hear about different types of debt that either other people have taken out or uh, that somebody is offering to you. So thanks for watching this video. If you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me any feedback in the comments down below, and I'll be sure to respond to anything you leave down there. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave me a review on either one of those platforms. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan, and that's really good supplemental materials to all the things that I'm putting out in these long form episodes on YouTube and the podcast every single day. And then if you need somebody to help you to build a financial plan and keep you accountable to that plan over the long term, then I can do that. Just DM me on any of the major social media accounts uh, and tell me that you are interested in financial coaching sessions and you and I can begin working together creating financial goals for you that you can ultimately attain and that you can ultimately use to push towards long-term financial freedom. So tune in tomorrow as I continue talking about personal finance topics that I think could be useful for you in your long-term financial journey. So thanks for tuning into this episode of Money's No Object. I'm your host Dylan Howell. God bless.